for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. What's up, guys? It's Tuesday, January 22nd, 2013. This is episode 68 of Attack of the Androids. It's our weekly Android podcast. Watch us Tuesday evenings, attackoftheandroids.com slash live. I'm Matt Lee. Joining me tonight in one of these windows, we got Ant Pruitt. What's up, Ant? What's going on, Holmes? I'm just, it's just one of me, I that, promise. That's good. Good to have you. The world uh, is not ready for more than one Ant Pruitt. Only one Ant Pruitt for now. Eric F., what's up, Eric? Hola. Mi amigos y amigas. Good to see you in yeah. video this time. It's good to see you too. You must be in the land of Bangkok. That's right. I am currently in Thailand. Very, about to fly out very, very, very soon. Very nice. Did you notice did you notice your Google Now card give you any flight information? It actually did. I was very I was really cool. happy for that. We'll talk about that. It was that. pretty cool. I just Brought it up, and I'm like, oh, there's my flight, and it's on time. Time to go. Nice. And we got Shane Brady. What's up, Shane? Hey, guys. How's it going? Another week. Another great episode. Did you guys enjoy the interactivity on the Google communities? We got a new Google Plus community for Attack of the Androids uh, for the listeners. That's all of you guys that Eric made. Uh, Links to it are on the site, attackoftheandroids.com, of course. Uh, do you guys, I know Seth's not here, but there was a, an interesting phone of the moment, I thought. And uh, yeah, what Eric's showing you there. Show that again. If you're watching video, that's his flight card. So if you're uh, going to where he's going, make sure you say hi. I'm such a huge fan. Eric, Eric, can I get your autograph? <laughs> it happens all the time. I, I would imagine. I, I can... our Asian our Asian listenership is to the roof. <clears throat> it is right, and the roof is on fire. So I don't know if this is a phone of the moment. I know we got Mobile World Congress coming up Barcelona uh, pretty soon, and we always have lots of cool devices uh, when that happens. There's been some leaks and rumors about HTC's new flagship phone. Uh, what was that called? The M7 or something. Yeah, I think it's called the M7, though I, I can't think of anything notable about it except for like Sense 5 or whatever the next stupid number Well, is. what was notable to me was the screen. It seemed to have like a really super nice HD uh, screen on it. I'll, I'll find the, the link here and tell you exactly uh, what it is. But Supposedly the uh, Sense 5 screenshots make it look like it's a lot uh, more understated, not so in your face. Um so I, I didn't like Sense last time I played with it, but maybe they've learned. Here's what, what really got me. I know my, my Nexus 10 tablet is at around, what, 300 PPI? And that's crazy intense and nice. This M7 has a 4.7-inch full HD display that rocks 468 PPI. Yeah, it's got a 1.7 gigahertz quad-core in it, 13-megapixel camera, and a 2300 milliamp battery. Like, this thing is just powerhouse. I mean, that's, that's why I thought it was, was pretty interesting about it. Anyone? Bueller? Ant, what do you think? HTC? I haven't really looked at this phone, um, but I was about like Shane with the whole Sense UI. Uh, it, it seemed like it was a little bit too much at one time. You know what I mean? What if root rom boom it i'm saying like from a hardware perspective it looks gorgeous oh yeah now don't get me wrong the, the, the hardware is yeah straight. for sure so i don't know if that's necessarily a phone of the moment but interesting uh nonetheless what what's, was what's the rumor been about when this thing's supposed to launch oh, i mean the the camera sounds knows. cool it does sound like i'm just reading about it right now it sounds like a neat phone but uh is this going to be launching, do we think, like around the same time as the S4? What's its competition going to be? Probably the new S4. 
Uh, the Note 8 looked pretty hot. And also the Note yeah. tablet they're coming with. I don't know. Samsung is really hard to beat these days, it seems like, in Android. I mean, they have the Nexus 10. I'm still just blown away. Like, the more I use it, the more I am just... I don't even think about my Transformer Prime. Like, I'm completely in love with this device. It it seems like between that, the S3, the S4... Uh, I know friends here that are not, like, Android geeks or computer geeks, really, and they have the S3. Like, that's their their device. Maybe Verizon pushed it really well, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, I don't is, know. Is go ahead. Battery life on this thing with all of that hardware and, and right? pixels per inch. You but know? that's twenty three hundred milliamp. I mean, the Galaxy Nexus extended battery is twenty one hundred milliamp, I believe. So this is a bigger, or no, four point seven inch. So it's going to be about this size. What's the G Nex, Eric? What's the screen on that? Do you remember? It's like four eight no, or four seven. So it's 4.6. I'll tell you here. Well, it looks like this thing's going to be um, rumored to be premiering at Mobile World Congress in February. Right. So this thing could scoop um, the, you know, get out in front of the S4, because I think that's been rumored to be announced in February, released in March. So, I don't know. HTC's sort of fallen from grace, you know, from where they were a couple of years ago. Um I, Samsung, if you guys remember, like HTC used to be sort of like the lead Android phone manufacturer, and Ooh. then they got lazy and put out some really crap phones, and Samsung overtook them. So yeah, the Galaxy it, Nexus was a 4.65 inch, 128720, uh, Super AMOLED Pentaw, right? 316 PPI. So in comparison, I mean, that's quite a bit more. It's, I don't know. I think it's going to look pretty vivid i think we're seeing the future i think we're seeing that the future of android phones or at least they're two for 2013 super high res displays 4.7 inch to 4.8 and consistently um ahead of the iphone for 2013 well sure and i heard this discussion on another podcast but they're saying if basically if if apple comes out with another s like the, as they have in the past, like it's not going to be enough to to keep them where they want to be. If they come out with something like uh f- to to use the their podcast example, an iPhone or an iPad Mini phone, just take the iPad Mini and turn it into a phone, then you would cover that other. You'd have your three sizes, like what Google did with the Nexus. I thought that was kind of an interesting uh, idea about it. Uh- you know, it's a surprising amount of not not anti Apple sentiment, but kind of the feeling that they're really lagging behind now, and um, they have to do something also with the software. I wouldn't too. say lagging behind. I mean, what's their stock at? Like, it's not. They're just not I- innovating. They're, they're not exactly. Right? They're stagnant, right? They haven't really done, and maybe that's their fault for doing it all already like what else can you do you know there where are you well, gonna go so so what, what what did uh so samsung took a gamble with a note right um Boy, very large very well right No one and two were big hits but that's something apple never does and the ecosystem never does it doesn't try out new form factors and sees what sticks and that's why i think android's film really pushed the the envelope um we have more different types of screens. They're getting better. So it's not just all uh, IPS. You have OLED. You have uh, or sorry, AMOLED. You have Super AMOLED. And they're kind of pushing each other. So now we're getting – that's why we have 440 or 460 DPI screens because these technologies are pushing each other. There's competition. There's no competition in the Apple world. So every phone is just a minor upgrade and nothing really changes. And – I'm sorry. I mean, I, sorry. Adding one extra row of icons to your iPhone is like who cares? And that, it's, and it still doesn't do full HD. Yeah, I agree. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> this Note Eight looks. The Note Eight looks pretty cool. That that's something else that'll be announced at the uh, Mobile World Congress. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Two gigs of RAM, twelve eighty by eight hundred display with a forty six hundred milliamp battery, a one point three front facing camera, five rear, 
uh, either 16 or 32 gig. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. Liking the phablets. So, all right, uh, Eric, you got to get out of here pretty soon. Let's talk about whatever you wanted to talk about. Do your app pick, and then get the ale out. <laughs> uh, sure. I, I'll actually I'll save the app pick for next week. No. Um, oh, okay. That, yeah. No, it's it's being saved. I'm putting. I'm banking okay. it. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I just something I need to talk about because I'm so heavily invested in it is the Nexus Q is getting CyanogenMod 10.1 nightlies. Nice. <laughs> Isn't that exciting? That's cool. <laughs> I'm personally excited for you. All 15 of us are like just flipping out over this news. <laughs> <laughs> and the two people that are still waiting to get them saw that and are like, no! <laughs> oh, Eric. So That's I, uh, cool I took though, right? Because fast internet here and I've downloaded the ROM, so I will be flashing that when I get back to Rangoon. I'm excited that when you finally uh, come to your senses and send me your Nexus Q, that it'll be running CM10 on. I'm I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to that experience. You can play Angry Birds just by like <laughs> twisting the the Q one way. And the, the you know what that would be perfect for? Tempest. That was made to play Tempest, uh, Mame, old arcade stand-up oh, game. Tempest with know. the dial and the little vector thing that shot little. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Dial. Yeah. It's all about the dial. It is. Maybe oh maybe like a rotary dialer for the phone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The circle phone. The circle phone. Coming <laughs> at you. Circle phone. Very exciting. Alright, gentlemen. You have fun. I will catch oh, you guys. So that next was week. it? I thought you had something that's else it, you wanted. That's want. all I got. Talk about something else. He said that's okay. enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. Done with this. <laughs> Stupid show. <laughs> All right, Eric. Well, hey, where are you going? You're going back home? Yeah, I'm going back home. All right. Well, I guess we'll see you on Skype or hear you on Skype next week. And That's right. Give hey, it another few months. I'm sure I'll be on video again. You guys can all hang out with Eric F. on the new Attack of the Androids Google Plus community because he does have the bandwidth for that, at least. I do. Text is text works. Text works. Sometimes. Text this guy. I'll give, I'll give you guys his number after the show. <laughs> Everybody should get on the community because it's fun. It is. I I really enjoy it. I like just throwing up. Yeah, definitely. Throwing up random links and seeing what discussion erupts from it. And it's small enough to where you can be heard. That's right. Except when I'm talking. It's not invite invite only anymore, is it? I have no (laughs) idea. (laughs) Damn it, Matt. No idea whatsoever. My one last act. In Bangkok, we'll be making sure that stupid thing is not invite only. <laughs> Use your bits wisely. But it's not stupid. Young Patty It's Wan. great. It is great. It's amazing. All right, Eric, All right. have a safe flight, brother. We'll see you on the see other. See you, man. Be safe. See you later. So hang up. <laughs> that awkward silence where... Shall I eject him? Yes. Don't eject me. I'm hanging up. Peace out. <laughs> You will. Do you also want to block him? No, just DJ. Go ahead. All right. Uh, let's let's talk about Ingress. Uh, this is. I'm very excited about this. Shane, are you playing? Um, I am involved, but unfortunately, since I don't leave the house more than like once every two weeks, um, I can't really play. So I'm holding the portal near me, but no one else is near me. So I'm the only one defending it. <laughs> so you're winning. I'm winning at Portal because no one else in my small little uh, town plays. So um, you're camping is what the first person shooter kids would call yeah, this. That's it. Okay, yeah. well, not f- camping. I don't drive. So I'll let you guys talk because I I just can't play because I'm not out there enough. Okay, fair enough. And for this discussion, I'm gonna bring in my girlfriend, K Dog Kelsey. What's up? Hello, how's it going? You guys hear her? Okay. Uh, Hello, Kelsey. So she brings an interesting point of view because she's not an Android nerd. She's not like a computer. I mean, she sells stuff on Etsy. She 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 knows stuff, right? She's not. She's I can not, operate a computer. Sure, but she's not like into it. My like newest me. gaming system is a Nintendo sixty four. However, so well, that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's all right. You got some credibility there. <laughs> Ready to get your butt kicked at Bond? I preferred Super Smash Brothers, but <laughs> or that or yeah. that Super hey. Smash Bros. <laughs> She's got Sorry. game. All right, so basically, I I drug her around with me last night as we played a 
a game of ingress. <laughs> and so we have the Nexus 10 tethered to the to the Galaxy Nexus on LTE uh, and we use the the tablet. I'll have to say and your tip last week about it I think it I don't think it matters if you're on a bigger screen cuz on my Galaxy Nexus you still see the same amount. It's just not high resolution. So it doesn't really matter what you play it on, but it is uh-huh. cool to to run around in fields and have a tablet. <laughs> uh, I'll have to start out by saying I did find the most amazing portal. It was unclaimed. I, I deliver water during the day, so I drive all over the place. And I go Perfect and... Perfect for this game. Check this out. I go to this gated community up in Whitefish, Montana, that you have to have a code to get into. And I just have Ingress running because I'm like, I'm just exploring, collecting some XM. I get about a quarter of a mile through the gate after I put in the code, and there's an unclaimed portal. And I'm like, Jamon! (laughs) Like, who is going to even try to mess with that? You can't. You need the code to get in. I thought that was awesome. So that was my first portal that I claimed for. Viva, Viva la resistance! Congratulations, sir. I also got a couple of my friends into the game. They are enlightened, uh, as only only they could Tree be huggers. just to mess with me. But I found a couple more local kids playing that are resistance. And they said that they were getting kind of bored because everybody's resistance, and you can't level up unless there's enemies and there are enemy portals to hack and stuff. So mm-hmm. they they almost wanted to get, you know, just make a couple accounts for, like, their kids on the other team just to, like, have stuff to fight against, you know? Right. But then I told them, you know, we got two people, so now it's three against three here in the Valley that I know of. So it's, yeah. it, it's pretty interesting. I see my friend uh, throwing up, like, gang sets. Like, this is a real... <laughs> like watch your back kind of stuff. It's it's really funny. I mean, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying this. Uh, I See did. That? Yeah, go ahead. See, that's the thing. That's an advantage you have over me is you have a, a smaller town there, so you know a lot more people that are actually involved, you know, and have a you know a decent relationship, friendships and stuff. Right. You know, my closest friend playing it is about. 35, 40 miles away. <laughs> nice. You know what I mean? Uh, they're, they're over on the other side of Charlotte. Um, but I do feel you far as, you know, everything is all resistance on one side or everything is all. It seems like on that. And side. I've noticed a lot of the stories I read that from yeah. tech bloggers, journalists, what have you, they're all resistance as well. And you know, I, but I, see, the thing is, you, you have to do, like the guy said in that forum here in NC Resistance that you have to plan the day. You have to go into that Intel map and, and scope out where our portals are versus where the enlightenments are and just go get it. I think it also depends what you do, though, because, see, for me, I have set routes every two weeks. So I'm yeah. basically running perimeter patrol every two weeks <laughs> yeah. at these same spots, you know? But people, I've also, this is kind of interesting, I've seen a lot of, this is going to make my fuel bill go way up. And I think it's interesting <laughs> that, you know, there, there's a lot of people playing in places like the Flathead Valley, Montana. I found 11 portals here in the valley in our three little cities. And yeah. to get there, if I wasn't at work, like, you're driving 40, 50, 60 miles round trip to play this game. And, you know, you're, I would say you're spending more money on fuel than if you were to buy armor in some dead trigger game, you know, if right. you're buying and weapons. That was my original argument when I wrote that piece the other week. You know, the portals went nowhere near me, and now they're starting <laughs> yeah. to pop up. Right. And tomorrow, oh, and you can also submit ideas for portals to be. Uh, my How many friend have you Bob, submitted? I've submitted three so far. I haven't submitted any yet, but I'm making a, a map, a Google map that I've marked that are where I think some should be, but they're all along my route, so it's like, yeah, cool. Uh, my friend, though, Bob Deep, if you guys see him talking on there, he's uh, Enlightenment. He uh, he's submitted quite a few, so it'll be... And it's funny, I'm seeing things like portals in the middle of the road that you have to hope you get a red light so that you're there long enough to hack oh, it. Otherwise, I know, right? Otherwise, you're hiking through fields. And like last night, for instance, I did some reading 
and uh, I'll share a few tips with you guys. I don't know if you know this. I, I haven't seen it written uh, anywhere that, that we write, but if you're, if you're blowing up the other team's resonators, you need to physically stand over the top of one of them and then drop the bomb, and you'll get like 20%, 25% damage rather than if you just target the thing and blow it up and let them all get hit. And we discovered this last night after you trespassed over the barbed wire fence. Allegedly. Into, allegedly. Allegedly. Into a random field in the middle of nowhere. I had to, with the tablet, <laughs> Tablets, phone. Barbed wire fences, resonators. Phone in my pocket. Oh, Plenty is, of snow. Is, what is this now? <laughs> yeah, right? I'm just blowing this field up. It's fine. I got like LTE broadcasting on an AP called Your Mom <laughs> that my tablet's <laughs> totally open if anyone wants to to hop on. I thought, that's cool. <laughs> I had fun, though, because I kind of got to play Navigator, so I got to... Yeah, know. and so f- let's hear from from your point of view. Like, you don't really play games. She said, the what, WoW was the worst game you ever played? Or best? Ooh. I think worst. I just played it at one point. Leave me alone. Yeah, and you're <laughs> judging me for playing a little Ingress. You're I'm like, oh, judging. I used to play WoW. Like, that's better. I'm playing with you. What you, are you smoke talking crack about? and I'm doing heroin. Chill. Like you can't judge me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, so I like, like it. it was was it it wasn't super boring or anything, no. was it? You were into it. No, once we got going and I, I yeah. kind of got the idea of what was happening, it's, it's a pretty neat concept. She's like, I XM, think. over here, turn no. around. <laughs> now, now K Dog, if you had if you had your Android <laughs> phone and an invite, uh would you join up and play? Would you be resistance or enlightened? I would consider playing if my vehicle wanted to run better right now. <laughs> oh, come on. But you can get a bike. if that weren't hindering <laughs> me. <laughs> no, I thought it was fun. I liked the concept of it more than anything, that you're actually GPS and everything in the game. Right. Because you could apply that to any sort of theme of game, you know, zombie game or whatever, go places to get stuff. Yeah, and, definitely. And it would be really fun no matter what, so I think it's neat. You, I, I wonder what kind of like what the low end devices are though, because I, she has one of those Howie Ascends that we still can't find a custom ROM for. So, if anybody's, if anybody can write one for us, that would be greatly appreciated. But I don't think it would run on that. I mean, let alone space constraints. But constraints. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's a pretty low end device. You know, I, I'm gonna try. I mean, this was my Wednesday oh. agenda anyway, was, you know, I, I got to do some writing, but I wanted to get out before I did my writing because, you know, the writing, I could sometimes just, just get stuck here, but I don't want to miss out on any opportunities of going to take down some of the the enemy portals that are in the next town over. So right. I planned the morning to drive to the next town over and go hit a couple spots. There's several different fire departments around And did you find any? Green. What's that? D- oh, you haven't gone yet? No, I haven't gone yet. Oh, okay. I'm going tomorrow morning. We, That's my plan. We did that last night because if you, if you keep heading that way, you'll hit two more little towns that each have one post office in them. Neither of them had anything. We were like, oh. So then we told Bob, we're like, man, there's a bunch of portals out here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if we can't beat you that way, we'll run you out of money, basically, with fuel costs. I'm going to open a gas station. I'm just saying. (laughs) Uh, So the other kind of tip, and I don't know how true this is. I couldn't really have the patience to try it out. But they said, so you blow up the one resonator, and then there's a certain pattern that you go across from it and blow up that one up from yeah. it and blow like you have to it's almost like changing a tire you know like yeah. so i don't know how true that is but it does definitely make a difference if you can physically get your your location directly over the top of a resonator and then blow it up like it'll you'll take it out very quickly well i'll keep that in mind tomorrow morning yeah hopefully i won't hopefully i won't get attacked maybe once a week we'll share like little little tips like that 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 we find i think i found that one on android authority i believe i'm not for sure though so don't quote me on that uh it's also you always i mean obviously if you've played any kind of games that require you to farm resources you always want to roll around with as much xm as possible i mean yep. just constantly farm that stuff you want to build up a good arsenal because 
blowing up portals, if you're by yourself, like you're, it's going to take you a couple days. And that's assuming they're not going back there and recharging them. Recharging so a resonator, ideally, yeah. you want to use your comm as much as possible. I mean, I was communicating with people all day on, I mean, the, the three of us on one team taunting the three of them on the other team. You know, zoomed in at the local isn't level. Isn't that isn't that a neat feature? You I love that. that. Right you there can in the app, you know, securely, just a chat room right there. Yeah, and you can securely talk to just your team. I'm yeah. so sorry. This is boring, Shane. <laughs> this is Ingress code. <laughs> we should start an Ingress podcast, but uh, we'll move on. This is fine. Keep going. <laughs> well, it will move on here in a minute, but it you can use that to and like for instance, I blew up. Seven out of the eight resonators on the the only one enemy's portal I could find in the whole valley, and seven I was eight? seven out of eight. So he had one left, and I was completely out. And this was me oh. like out in the snow while she's in the truck laughing because it's like up to my knees over the bar. <laughs> so cold. It was so cold over the barbed wire fence with the phone in my pocket, broadcasting your mom. Oh, and no I get out there, Come I, on. dude, I get out there and I'm over the top of it finally. And I go to hit the bomb and I'm all out of bombs. And I'm like, no, <laughs> just drop to my knees, like in <laughs> tears. And so I hopped on the comm and I was like, yo, anybody maybe want to come take this out? And I looked this morning and some kid blew it up on his way to work and we're Viva La Resistance! (laughs) That stuff is, I don't know. I think it's cool. But you definitely, we're trying to encourage anybody that we give invites to to be on Enlightened Side so that we can make this game go. Otherwise, we're just going to be stuck and that ain't no fun. So I'm going to, I'm curious about my little inventory because I believe I just have a crap load of level one resonators picked up. Keep them. Keep them. Can't seem, it it, it always just seems like them. I can't get anything else. Really? You're not getting keys? Yeah. Oh, and I did my first link yesterday also. I, ah, I created nice. a link and then I created a field. So, viva la resistance. That's all right, Holmes. I know. I love she, this game. She it's tells so you, fun. well done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> K-Dog was like, all right. We're winning! Yay! And my friend's like, I'll see you at your hockey day, son. <laughs> all like this. Sea walking out of the place. Like, you know, what's up? This is going to get violent. I'm waiting for the first time somebody just gets shot in the middle of a hack, you know? You know, I was talking to Robert Knight, who's there in the chat room. Um, he says, you know, it's hard to look like you're not casing the joint when you're out there looking at these portals. And he's 100% right. Um, the third portal that I claim for myself is a post office here. And it's this old, this huge building. And it's got this really big parking lot that sort of goes down like into a parking um, yeah, yeah. garage. And that's how you get to the portal. It's not in the front of the building. It's Isn't not that in the back weird? of the building. Yes. You have to go down in there. <laughs> and so I'm up at 10 p.m. or, you know, at night. Nobody's at the post office. But yet here's this dork walking around with a phone. <laughs> with his towel. <laughs> we were creeping around outside of a church last night. Yeah. That was yeah. like in the... Yeah. And I don't know, like here where we live, you can go out around 10 or 11 on a Sunday and there's nobody out. Like it's dead. Yeah. So we're just rolling, like doing drive-by hacks and hitting all the three right in town over... Oh, and that was the other thing. My friend kept overheating them. And even though he's on the enemy's side, I, I gave him a couple tips you can only yeah. hack these every five minutes for a total right. of four times, from what I'm Absolutely. told. Is yeah. that correct? Absolutely. Okay. That's correct. And, and, yeah, he wrote a piece all about this on a anewdomain.net, so you guys definitely check that out. And uh, I'll put some of my tips here in the show notes at attackoftheandroids.com. But, That's so, right. ideally, you find a few that are in an area, and you can, if you monitor your communicator, you can see the time that you hack, so you can add five minutes to that, go back, hit it again. Uh, and the more you'll hit them, the more, if you use keys to link, you'll get your keys back if you hit them again. Uh, stuff like that. So it's. I'm finding it, it, I'm finding it best as I'm running errands. Hit exactly. As I'm, on my, as I'm going out, hit the portal. Do you find you're modifying your routes to accommodate your gaming habit? I haven't done that yet. Okay. 
but I'm not going to eliminate that, that that idea. That is a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> now, Shane, after hearing this, does this sound like something you're even wanting to play? Or I do want to play, but I have a hard time finding a way to fit into... Leaving your house and all. Right, right. And there goes Shane. So, Ant, are you with me? And Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay, Shane just totally said, screw you guys, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> And he's back. What's up, Shane? Yep, sorry about that. No I was problem. saying I have a hard time fitting uh, ingress into my lifestyle because I, I don't have a commute anymore. Ah, and yes. I would rather buy stuff through Amazon Prime than ever leave the house. <laughs> now, what if it was something like scavenger hunt-ish where I was thinking I'm going to make a community for the resistance of Flathead Valley just here so that we can have meetings and, and make it more interactive in real life rather than just talking on the comms. Like and meeting- half geocaching, half ingress. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like just in real life, you know, playing this game with people. And I don't know. It, seem- it seems like it could be good for that use rather than just keeping it on as an online sort of interaction, you know? Do, do you communicate with anybody else um, in the game nearby? Only the two people that I saw that owned portals. One guy, I, don't, I, I guess it doesn't matter if you say their name, is, his name's Blitz, and the other one's name is J-Hole. And between me... <laughs> Jam-Hole? Yeah, I don't know if he was a Jam-Hole listener or what. I haven't really talked to him much, but I talked to Blitz quite a bit today, and... I'm North 420. You'll find me on there, <laughs> on the map. Uh, come up with that one. Uh, I'm from the North, and I like the numbers 42, and I smoke a lot of weed. Uh, so between that's that's the resistance here, and then there's Bob Deep, uh, some guy named Donner, whose portal we completely obliterated yesterday, <laughs> and there goes Shane again, uh, and. <laughs> My friend Adam, who I don't know what his, his Ingress name is, but so it's like three against three right now. So if you guys want to play, we'll try and get some invites out to you. That, that is that's the best experience right there, man. I envy you on that. Yeah, it's it's cool being able to to see that and to to know I have friends that are playing on the the evil side. You know, that's all right. It's been tough. I'll tell you, it's been tough. Yes, and, and are you resistance or enlightenment? I'm resistance. Do you even need to ask? <laughs> All right. Well, let's not spend too much more time talking about Ingress. Uh, Kelsey? By the way, I don't know what's going on with the Hangout, but I'm not, I'm not getting doubled, right? I'm just dying? No, you're just completely disconnecting. Okay. Leaving the group chat. <laughs> so, Ant, was there anything else you wanted to mention from your article or anything like that about... No, but I would like to ask you those tips that you have. Go stick them over there on the on the on the article. Stick them in the comments. People are still reading that thing. Yeah, I will for sure. Me back in Google Plus. I'll put them also in our show notes here, and we'll we'll throw your article in there, and it'll all be all be linked together like three portals of words. <laughs> and so, Kelsey, just uh, before I turn your mic off, as a normal non geek, pretty cool game. Did I Google- liked it. Niantic software, and you saw I showed her the uh, on the Niantic group or on the page on Google Plus. They have like, like it's real life. They're like, we intercepted this spy transmission communique yep. from, and I was showing that to her, and I don't know. It, does it seem to add? Like you're like, whoa, this is. At first, I thought it was corny, but I guess as you keep playing the game, like it gives you, it, it makes it. It adds to the storyline, story. right? It makes yeah, more yeah. sense that way. It gives so. you more of a yeah. deeper connection to the. That the- video is yeah. perfect for a metro area that has portals. You know, Charlotte's got a ton of them, and that's what that video reminded me of. Right, is just statues and stuff like that, and people standing next to each other, going, "What are you doing here?" You know. <laughs> yeah, and like like we said earlier, you can definitely look like you're creeping if you're not careful. Well, so. we saw footprints last night where yeah. we pulled up in the snow, <laughs> where I had to jump the kind fence, of going to where we were, and yeah. I was like, I wonder if those were Ingress people, you know? Yeah. I want like interesting. I want to start leaving little notes in the snow or yeah. something like little flags. We were <laughs> yeah, here. little flags. Totally, we should totally make flags. That'd be awesome. <laughs> 
All right, uh, let's talk about, you wanted to mention the Motorola X phone that might be coming out for all carriers, only sold through the Google Play Store. That's interesting. Finally, a Motorola, is this the Nexus Motorola device we've kind of wanted, or? Is this the Droid 3? The Droid X3? The Droid X3. There was a comment on Google's uh, earnings call today that, they had, when, they, when the purchase began, or they finalized the purchase, there was 12 to 18 months of hardware designs. So I, I don't know if they're, if they have the ability to do the Nexus quite yet, or if they still got to work through that. Inventory is the wrong well, word. But and we'll know, soon, we'll know soon enough, because it's supposed to be announced at Google I.O. this May. So, I mean, they want to say an early July release date, but... Obviously, who knows, right? I'm still concerned about just how much more can we do to the hardware right now. That's that's gonna yeah, that's well, a good point. I mean, focus on battery, more intuitive ways battery. of charging, wireless charging, something like that. Uh, faster network, like that's not gonna happen, right? We're le- yep. LTE's max. I mean, that's it. Done. So yeah, what else? Like we said before, wearable computing, different interfaces, more intuitive voice. Uh, other than that, Internet of Things, right? Cars, refrigerators, <laughs> your heater, the hive. <laughs> I mean, that's really... I mean, Shane, do you see it going anywhere else? Well, so the one big hole so far is battery life, obviously. I mean, right? Um and so I don't know how much they can do with that, though. Like, the phone companies are kind of beholden to other scientists. So right. I think you're right. Wearable computing, connecting to your TV, uh, connecting to your watch, connecting to your car. Um, what I do and- like as kind of a solve for some of this battery issue stuff is the more peripherals you have like that, like we saw with the docks and whatnot, you can get extra battery juice from that. Car stuff, you got battery life all day in there. So it's, I don't know if there's any science in there that you can utilize the kinetic energy your body's producing from movement through the air particle. You know, I don't, I don't think we're anywhere near that yet, but you can stick extra batteries in, in whatever. All right. One day, when they were going to see a phone that's 4.6 inches and the battery is three times the size what we see in there now. Exactly. Because the process will be the size of a postage stamp. Right. What am- you know, I'm assuming this is still going to be the the phone that's going to have what's it, key lime pie? Uh, I'm not sure. Is they that, are is saying that a safe assumption, or is this going to be another jelly bean iteration of their next quote unquote high end device? If even this it's not is, the Nexus line. we can expect. Yeah, and that I wanted to mention that Fandroid uh, says that it, the rumors say it's not going to be marketed as part of the Nexus line. So who knows what the updates are, are going to happen, stuff like that. Uh, we saw that with the Galaxy Nexus. If you're not unrooted on a custom ROM, you're not getting very good updates from Verizon. It's not a real Galaxy Nexus. It doesn't even say mm-hmm. Google on the back of it. Like, it's, it's yeah. a fake Galaxy Nexus. Uh, I do want to mention real quick that this, I've, I'm on the, the CM stable line for the Galaxy Nexus, and there's a new... M for January out that is I believe 10.1 so I'm going to oh. make the jump to that hopefully uh, this weekend on a Friday <laughs> so boy. but yeah that'll be interesting I noticed that come down the line uh, last night but, I've been on that A A what is it AOSP I've been on that for a while I may try AOKP? The AOKP? No, 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 the AOSP not, oh, okay. not Kane. Just, right right and um, I may try this new CM 10.1 out just to see what it's like, but I've been really happy with the open source project. For my daily driver, I've been really happy with, I mean, aside from the random stuff that happens, usually clear the Dalvik cache and a reboot will fix. Yeah, uh, see, I haven't had any of that random stuff, and I used to get that with the Cyanogen stuff. Really? Yeah, just, I mean, and it wasn't all the time, but enough enough to be. Remember that it happened, and I haven't had any of that stuff with the AOSP. Nice. Well, hopefully the more, I mean, the further this goes, obviously the better it's going to get. And yeah. it's pretty awesome now. I mean, it's better than anything stock you're getting. Definitely. Hell yeah. I, I take it you guys don't use Google Play Movies at all? Cause use what? 
Google's uh, Play Movies and TV. Oh, no. Television, not on the phone, because it gets that good old warning. Yeah, this device is rooted. That would be no, sir. Negative Ghost Rider. I'm I'm wondering, because I I will never root the Nexus 7, because I always always want that to be a fully supported media consumption device. Yeah. Maybe the phone gives me some better actions. But on the other hand... My phone is mainly used as a clock right now, so maybe I should just leave it. I'm going to try this again. Because the last time I tried it, I was on uh, Cyanogen. I have had ROMs that did work. Let's see. And ones that were rooted that did work, but I don't know why. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Now on CM10, it did not. Nice. But that's working on the AOSP. Yeah, you know what still doesn't work? The Google Wallet. And <laughs> I forgot about that. I totally Google uninstalled Wallet. it. You said, know, but Matt, I, I noticed something about that. It said oh, it's that's an funny. unsupported device, but it did allow me to go to another screen. Really? Yeah, you can you can use an unrooted device. It just gives you that warning. I'll tell you what still doesn't work is the rear camera for the Transformer Prime on the CM Nightlies. <laughs> the front works still, but unfortunately, <laughs> and Shane just dropping. Here's what you get on the rear camera for the Prime. <laughs> Isn't that nice? But I totally borked my Prime. The front works just fine. Oh, no. You don't have K-Dog? an SDF? Holla, K-Dog. Hey, <laughs> 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 that was perfect. Oh, sh- she's like, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Cut that out. All right, cut, <laughs> cut. Let's roll it back. Start from scene five. Shane, Shane, I'm you sorry, have, baby. Um, you have an SBF file. Oh, uh, when I mean borked, and what happened was I installed that Android work on it, mm-hmm. and I misunderstood what what. I, when I said it wanted the 4.2 launcher, I assumed that was the 4.2 launcher. What it was was it's the 4.2 phone launcher. So I had these ridiculous oh. extra buttons on the front. It looks terrible. Oh. But then I didn't do the recovery right, so I lost my recovery. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's totally, it's totally screwed. Just started from scratch, man. Get yeah, pretty much, spot. right? <laughs> what else can you do at that point? That's about Dang. it. So back to this to wrap it up. Uh, Fandroid says, The rumors state you will have to pay Verizon 15 bucks a month if you buy the device and get it unlocked through them. But if you buy it through the Play Store, you'll get it unlocked with no fee to speak of. Take that, Verizon. Uh, and is assumed their version will be about 300 bucks. Who knows? Uh, it sounds like carriers can price the device according to their own taste, so it might not be the same for Sprint, AT&T, and T-Mobile. Uh, the carriers will be permitted to install bloatware on the X phone, but users can choose to remove any of it if uh, after they unlock the phone, which is what we've been doing for years. Wait, man, I was about to say, what's the difference between yeah, that and me rooting it now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We'll do it for you. For $15 a month? Yeah, how about you... You know. Bite me. You know. All right. Uh, let's talk about RIM really quick. This is kind of interesting. RIM is offering cash money up to $2,000 to developers who can port their apps to BlackBerry 10 by this weekend. Is that this weekend or was that last weekend? It was. This is off a of Boy Genius report. The last I heard about RIM in the news, it was last <laughs> Stock this past going weekend. Down. Um, they got about 15,000 apps in their BlackBerry world now. Uh, this was the 18th, so I'm going to say by this weekend. I don't know. Anyway, uh, they were paying $100 for every approved app they port to BlackBerry 10 with a limit of 20 different paid apps per developer. Uh, RIM says that the portathon <laughs> will start at noon Friday and run for the following 36 hours. App developers have shown some strong interest in BlackBerry 10 so far. As RIM announced this week, it had received 15,000 app submissions over yeah. just two days during the last portathon. Now, if, if you're saying 
apps developers that stuff that's what chooses where i'm going they had nothing this is a really smart way to get some apps going don't this is a good push for them but there's more to it than that um if they make x amount of dollars off of those um, down, I mean, if they have so many downloads or what have you, and make so much money, they're giving an extra spiff back to the developers. You know, if they hit, you know, so much money per, um, I guess, period or session. I don't know how. Really, it that's is, pretty cool. You know, they already get a cut from the downloads, but they were offering up some insane spiff if they hit other numbers. Right. You know? So that and that was yeah, that was last. They week, need so to do something over, like that, but... and and credit to them now from what i've been told that that platform was not very easy to develop for back in the days um i don't know what right Air 10 is going to look like right now i don't know anything about that sdk and they Do say apps oh yeah uh no but i th- i don't think specifically about the sdk because even though i'm working on something that may or may not involve mobile apps um <laughs> We you don't even consider BlackBerry anymore. Yeah. I mean, you look at the market share, and it's one to two percent. And what you're seeing with these influx of apps is not evidence of a strong app community or developer platform. You're seeing people who just want to be the big fish in the small pond right. and can easily discovered. Um, it's ha- it's a problem in iOS. It's a problem. No. And boom goes the dynamite. He was on a roll. I know. I know. He's pretty quick with Connect. See, look at that. Boom. It's a problem in Android now where it's hard to find new apps and stuff because there's so many. And so you actually have to go back to marketing. Um, It almost seems like it's getting to that point. But the curation is really well done, I think. Is it not? Yeah, but uh, curation, I mean, how do you say you don't curate to say we need the absolute best apps when well, you have nothing to begin with. They just have to be non-fart apps. Right, and maybe curation is the wrong word. Maybe personalized recommendation is what. If you bought this or like this, then you're going to like that that type of thing. Yeah, I, I just I, I just think that with BlackBerry, you can't sell half a percentage of phones and a quarter of smartphones and be successful. I mean, I think it's just... In a year, we're going to be wondering who's going to be putting them out of their misery. Who's going to buy all their patents so they yeah. can go bankrupt? Well, that, that was my next question. I don't know, the though. Release of 10 on the 31st, or well, the announcement of 10 and all that on the 31st, what's the timetable for for REM and the consumers? You know, the consumer's going to... You think the consumer's going to jump out and, and get all Not over consumers, it? Not but, consumers, but who have been the loyal... Users. Entrepreneurs, enterprise. I mean, well, enterprise. I Boom. Mean, you know, enterprise. What are they going to do? They're all going to upgrade and then see that oh, this sucks too, and then they're going to bring their own devices. You know, yeah, but that's the thing. You'd like to <laughs> assume they already realize the enterprise server is not what it's cracked up to be, as far as the security goes. Um, will they still jump ship? Yes. I think they've already. St- I think they've already started jumping ship. I think people who have Blackberries have them because they have to, not because they want them. Or they love the keyboard, and they don't know better than yeah. that's all they know. There's I, I actually still I hear that I feel bad for those the people. physical keyboard. Yeah, I feel bad for them. I got a... Um, a Legitimately. Uh, he's not an officer or anything, but he's a fairly high guy on the food chain at the office, <laughs> and... We told everybody, we told all of our users, okay, our BES server is going bye-bye. It's just not worth the licensing's cost. It's going bye-bye. You can continue to use your BlackBerry. You just will lose a little bit of the functionality that the BES server gave you, okay? Uh, so, of course, a user read that as in, I got to get rid of my BlackBerry. So this one cat, he gets rid of the BlackBerry and he's fussing and fussing. And, you know, he's asking me how to set up this new Android that he's got and yada, yada, yada. And he's like, well, I hate I had to get rid of my BlackBerry. And I say, well, no, you did not have to get rid of your BlackBerry. <laughs> Let me you reiterate know, says, the memo. The keyboard. I miss having the physical keyboard, you know. And he still talks about that. That was months ago. Yeah. He's going to hate you forever. You're probably going to get your tires slashed. 
<laughs> People used to love leaded gas too. <laughs> <laughs> and China. Remember when people used to love China? China. China. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we do app picks, I want to talk about this uh, article Sam Biddle writing on Gizmodo. Android is popular because it's cheap, not because it's good. Oh! <sighs> Drawing a stick in the sand with a line. You know what I mean. <laughs> Where should we start? Uh, it is the smartphone. He says, the iPhone comes out and it's the only smartphone anyone wants because there's never been anything like it. It is the smartphone. Step forward a few years and Apple is losing to Google, at least in sheer numbers of phones being sold. What happened? People without money happened. Whoopsh, whoopsh, whoopsh. There is some truth in that, though. The split between the ever-pricey, ever-coveted, newly chamfered iPhone and everything else is glaring. The iPhone is universally considered good. Well, uh, a lot more Android phones are considered good enough, or more to the point, good enough for what they cost. Ooh. And it's that trait more than any new feature that's guaranteeing Google its role as phone maker of the people. A democratic gadget while Apple succeeds only in cementing its grandfathered slot in the gilded pockets of the overly discerning overclass. From the day it slipped out of Steve Jobs' womb and onto credit card bills, the iPhone was a dearly coveted bourgeois object. It was expensive, fancy, without ostentation, and semi-affluent white people loved it, like their own progeny. <laughs> Buffy. <laughs> it is the phone of actors, models, rappers, academics, and graphic no, designers living... Not this rapper. She... <laughs> living beyond their means. There's never in history been an electronic class beacon so clear as the iPhone. Remember how expensive it was when it launched? A measly four gigabot model set you back five hundred dollars. And the eight gig version was six. With a two-year contract that didn't stop Apple from selling hundreds of thousands of them out of the gate. So many that AT&T servers crashed under Apple. Activation pressures. <laughs> then Google sold its own touchscreen smartphone for around $200. And the people said, Hallelujah! The first Android handset of all time. And no one except geeks of the tightest niche gave a damn. Yes. They gave a damn, Scarlet. This is not two hundred dollars either. God damn it! <laughs> certainly Where did do you get this crap from? But today the tables is. aren't just turned; they've been flipped over and turned into firewood and set ablaze. Android phones dominate Apple across the world. Earlier this month, the San Francisco Chronicle reported the trouncing third quarter of 2012 worldwide manufacturers, among them Apple, Samsung, HTC, and RIM, shipped a 181.1 million smartphones, according to market analysts, the IDC. Google's Android operating system was installed on 75% of them. Apple's system iOS was on about 15% of them. That market share for Android was a 91% jump from the previous year's third quarter. You know, Matt, I tell you, I think Ian McDermott would be very proud of you right now. Thank you. Thank you. No, I, I just, I, I wrote a little speech. Uh, I'd like to thank God. I'd like to thank my, my girlfriend, K-Dog, for sticking with me. Hey, dog. It's good to finally not eat ramen for a change. <laughs> I'd like to accept this award on behalf of the late, great Steve Jobs and my Lego Android guy from Etsy, Abby Dabbles, whose head spins like mine. 
Okay, let's. Are we done? What do you think? Is that why Android's popular, or is it popular because it's awesome? If I had enough money, I still wouldn't have bought an iPhone. I wanted. It's not entirely. I mean, it's not entirely false, man. I mean, there were it, so many free Android phones given away for a certain demographic, though. There's a bigger demographic, I think, that chose. They made the conscious decision to get Android because they didn't want iOS. I I think. I mean, even if you look at the Go phones, what was it? Not Go phone. Uh, uh, um, the burner phone? The Howard? The burner phones, yeah. The little prepaid joints. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a different market, you know? It's so much easier to get them. What, Shane? I, well, these articles always bother me because there's so much classism involved in it. Um, basically saying, it basically alludes to that, you know, poor people don't know what quality is. They just settle for the cheap. They don't know any better. Um, but Android has always been intended to be everywhere uh, and you offer a smartphone experience to everybody, not just people who can afford to drop five, $600 on a phone. Um, so it's popular because it's designed to be the operating system for the populace. So it's, um, I think it is very good at that, and it's always had better back-end services and, you know, the Facebook app has been just as crappy on Android as it's been on any other um, things. So the people, the things that people do, email, Facebook, it, it does as great on a low-end phone as it does on a high-end phone. And it's just really snobby when those articles come out because most of the people in the world shouldn't be dropping $500 or more. Because, <laughs> I mean, I keep saying $500, but it's just me and my wife, right? People or have more. kids. Yeah, so no family should be dropping $1,000 on a phone um, just for status symbols. And I think that's just a – I think that whole, that whole attitude in Apple people are just ridiculous about it these days. It's just insulting. Not like you're just – you're in essence wearing your smartphone around your neck, Flavor Flav style, running around being all like, yeah, boy! Then, I would be surprised if that's in the next Samsung commercial. But, oh, I'll uh, do it. Oh. Me and Ant will do it. That'd be yeah. awesome. So, <laughs> there is nothing wrong with an operating system that can run on the best phones in the world and the cheapest phones in the world. In fact, that's a sign of a good product. Yeah, that's a good point. Like if BB10 comes out and is just wiping the floor across the table, you're going to say, that's Shane Brady. He told me that's a good product. <laughs> Awesome. All right, uh, let's play a quick better or worse. The Facebook Ooh. for Android app, going to say before this update, didn't have any not responding force closes. After the update, it's worse. Got force closes and not responding all over the place. Had to just kill the app. So Facebook app for Android, worse. Shane? I didn't even know there was a new version. And? <laughs> What in the hell is Facebook? All right, app picks. Who's ready? Ant, give us a tip since you don't have an app pick this week. No, no, I, I did have an oh, app Oh, did pick, you? Finally. I'm did not you reading. not listen to me in pre-show? Gee. I don't listen to anything. Shocking. <laughs> no, mine is uh, <laughs> mine is it's called Happy Rewards, and it's just one of those loyalty apps, and I, I freaking love this thing. It's for... um. In this area, it's for Hardee's, and then for other areas, it's for um, Carl's Jr.'s. I believe that's what it's called. It's just a little fast food chain that sells burgers and whatnot. But it uses your GPS. You, you, you launch the app. It uses your GPS to make you check in there. And after so many check-ins, you get um, to spin a wheel of, of, of awesomeness or something like that. And it gives you all of these different little coupons that pops up on your phone. And it allows you to save the coupons for so many days or weeks or what have you, or you can use it right then. But it's neat, you know, because it tells you, um, launch the app. If you got the spin, go ahead and place your order and let them know you're spinning the wheel. And they'll be like, okay, we'll, we'll see you when you get there. And you just show them the phone and, and it's no big deal, you know. I sort of assume that being here in a small smaller town outside of Charlotte that some folks might be challenged by that little technological feat by my phone having a 
valid coupon on it that they can't necessarily hold in their hands, but it's been no big deal. It's like, okay, yeah, we're fine with this, and <laughs> here's your extra food or free food and all of that. Nice. I love that thing. K-Dog just mentioned that Petco does that also. Like, you can just... That's pretty cool. Love it. Loving it. Good stuff. All right, uh, Shane? Epic? Yeah, I didn't have an app pick. Um, oh, you're the one to, that had a tip, yeah. not an app pick. Okay. I think. Well, I was. I guess I was scraping the bottom of the barrel last week when I uh, dared to suggest a new launcher. Um, <laughs> you can actually, if you want to do Michael Olson, he uh, did an app pick on the Google Plus community. Have you heard of Unamo? Umano? U M A N O. No, I, I was actually gonna give a, a tip. Oh, okay. Um, uh, and I, um, so one of the things, Aunt, Aunt and I go back and forth. Well, not back and forth. We use a lot of stuff trying to um, media serve. Like we use Plex a lot and all that. And I, we were going back and forth about something called Twonky, which is not my pick. But the only works really great for for playing MP4s uh, consistently, reliably, and controllable. Uh, as long as you have just a simple web server on your home network, is Chrome actually? So if you just if you oh. have a local web if you have a local web server, which is easier than setting up a Plex server, um, yeah. uh, you can if you have MP4s, it plays natively in Chrome, does full screen, and I haven't had a hiccup at all. And it renders uh, full HD, full surround, five point one, like it does all that. Yeah, it, it, that's it, awesome. Now, that's wicked yeah. cool. So it's a lot now. It, you don't get the metadata, so you don't get the descriptions um, and all that. But you can navigate through the web, hit an MP4, and I assume your network's fast enough. A home network should be. Most of them um, are already. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I've been doing that for at least the last four or five days, playing at least ten or eleven videos straight from MP4s right through oh, that's uh, right cool, from Chrome. Yeah, that's way cool, Shane. Good. So, good just, stuff. just a tip. Good What's your web server of choice? Even though, I mean, I know this isn't this no, is Android. Oh, it's just Apache. We're in Apache. Straight okay. up Apache. Good deal. All right, uh, my app pick. It's just a silly game this week. It's called Nuns. Nun attack. <laughs> Nuns attack. And the reason I'm picking this is because. Like my pick you last. Thought Seth was gonna be here because first of all, I thought <laughs> Seth was gonna be here. Thank you, Shane. Uh, and like my app pick last week, not how it was different. Like it was the way it was drawn, the art was different. It, it was really cool, like that. I feel none attack between the audio and the visuals that they've created here is another one of those those games. Uh, let me turn the sound up. It's all like, like, yeah. <laughs> Do you hear that? So, and it's all like fast and, and it's, I don't know, it's, it's a great game. So, uh, let me see if I can get into, all right, none attack. Here's my nuns. I'm going to bring them over here. And they're going to attack. And that quick he's moving on that tablet. Yeah. You got to tap the things. And anyway, you got to blow up the, the stuff. And let me see if I can get to a battle because the battle sequences are so great. Come on, nuns. Oh, and there's a storyline. And. Oh, none attack! <laughs> and it like stops and does the music. It's like down, 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 and then they it put turns cinematics into in this. yeah, and it turns into this, and then you each nun has their own. I, I can't see this. So but, this yeah, isn't a this isn't a reveal project. Project is it? Each nun. Uh, this is by I forget. I'll tell you in a sec. I think it's. Firm, firm, Freema Studio, Freema, Freema Studio. Hadn't so, heard that one. Anyway, Nun Attack, one of the best games of 2012 for Android. It says here, <laughs> IGN says Catholicism has never been so hardcore. 
So, none attack. Check it out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I'll be here all week. So, all right. Uh, Ant, check out his articles over on anewdomain.net. You got some stuff up on tech page one also. That is correct, sir. Good deal. I got some stuff over on techpage1.com. Shane, you got some stuff over on newdomain.net and techpage1.com. Very cool. <laughs> and check out skeptunes.com. Skeptunes.com. I have some hip hop over on the Google Play Store. If you guys want to buy it and support the starving artists, search for Matt Lee, M A T L E E, or you can just get it at thejamhole.com slash music. Make sure you guys subscribe to Attack of the Androids in iTunes and our other tech podcast, Yats. Yet another tech show. Catch that one Wednesday nights. Uh, join the Google Plus community. Find the Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter. Leave a message at 406-204-4687. K-Dog. Where you at, K-Dog? You online? Thank you. Thanks, guys. K-Dog online? Yeah, she's on Google Plus and Facebook. If you guys find her, K-Dog. No, (laughs) search for Kelsey. Uh, You can find her on the Hotbox with me on the weekends. So that's that. Thank you guys for listening. Always appreciate it. And we'll talk to you all next week. Peace out. It's a Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the Androids.com.